Póngase las pilas Escucha los consejos de mamá Cuando empieces algo, empiézalo con fuerza No te rindas y sobre todo Póngase las pilas Hola mi gente linda You're listening to Póngase las pilas A motivational podcast for the professional Latina I am your host, Laura Prieto And I am on a mission to motivate you And help you engineer a life you love I am a mom, dog lover, engineer, and creative soul that loves learning new things. Join me each week as I talk about mindset, motherhood, career, business, and creativity. Because as my mom always says, nunca es tarde para aprender. So grab your cafecito or favorite drink and let's get into it. Hey, pilosas. Today... I want to bring to you Rebecca Contreras, who's going to talk to us a little bit about how to incorporate vision into our life and get past our issues and some of the obstacles that we usually have. So Rebecca, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Laura, for having me. It's, I'm thrilled to be here with you today and uh, in this beautiful February weather. Yes, it's, it's really nice today. Are you, are you all in Texas? I'm not. I'm in Orlando. Oh, okay. Well, you're in, it, I'm sure your weather's like ours here in Austin. It's just beautiful and sunny. So we're, we're, I guess, uh, two states that deal with nice sunny weather, which is nice. Which yeah, is great. yeah, definitely this time of year that other people get snowed in and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's get started with a little background on who you are and kind of like whatever you want to share um, right now for, for Pilosas to kind of get to know you. Yeah, so I, I'm actually a native native Texan. I grew up in El Paso, was born in El Paso and um, moved to Austin when I was about nine or 10. Um, and I, I actually own a company uh, called Avantgarde. We are a human capital HR consulting firm uh, and I've grown it to a little over a hundred person practice. And we do all things consulting uh, for the government. Um, we're in about 15 different agencies and I have teams spread across five different states. So I'm an entrepreneur. Um, my husband and I also have a nonprofit here in Austin. We work predominantly with inner city kids, most of, most of which are in the Latino community and uh, a lot of things around youth ed education and youth empowerment. And, uh, and I recently launched a book. I'm an author and uh, have a book called Lost Girl. And really just to share my story and my journey, um, it, you know, as a Latina, I think it's important to, um, when you have a story, uh, to put it out there and encourage other people that, you know, no matter where you are today, you can certainly trailblaze to your life tomorrow and, and really make it happen. So, uh, but I'm happy to be with you. I, I'm also a mom of two amazing children and an adopted niece and a grandmother. So uh, I always tell people my, my businesses and our nonprofit work is what we do uh, to make a living and make a difference. And our kids is my kids and my grand being grandmother are my primary responsibility. Uh, very, very important, obviously, to be able to stay connected to your family. And so uh, anything else uh, I'm happy to share in terms of debts and tell you a little bit more as we dive in. Yeah, no, I, I, I love what you said about family, because I'm sure with everything that you've gone through, it's kind of like the family brings you back to to the why, right, to the why you're doing all of that. So that's amazing. Yes, and, and a lot of us, you know, in, in the community grow up with a lot of challenges in our family. And so, you know, people can't um, can't see where Rebecca is today and, and not know where I came from. Um, I, my, and my, my book will uh, kind of depicts my journey. 
Uh, the subtitle uh, is funny because it, it really describes a crazy journey, and that is from the hood to the White House to millionaire entrepreneur. But, but you know, Lada, I didn't grow up in an ideal family. I, as a matter of fact, I came from a single parent home uh, in a border town with a mom that had a lot of issues with drugs and addictions and mental illness. And, you know, we all had different dads and none of us knew our dads and, you know, they weren't involved in our life. And we, we grew up in abject poverty. And unfortunately, you know, when you grow up in that kind of environment, the environment can tend to shape you as an adult. And it, it did start to shape me early on in my, my young adult life. And I ended up, you know, pregnant at 17 and had to drop out of high school and, you know, ended up getting involved in, in just the wrong, the wrong environments with the wrong people there in what we call the, the, the hood. Um, and, you know, had, had a, a, a sort of a, an encounter moment at age 19 as a, as a single mom on welfare, just thinking, you know, what am I doing with my life? I want to get my life right. I want to go back to school. I want a, few, a better future for my daughter. And my daughter's birth, uh, which I thought was a tragedy at the time as, as a young Latina, uh, but it ended up being the catalyst to really help me understand that I wanted to get my life straightened out and, and do something for her and, and change the generational cycle of poverty and, and addictions and welfare. It just, um, it, it was debilitating to us at the time, but I was able to get my life on track and actually ended up working for, uh, in a welfare to work program here in Austin for a woman by the name of Ann Richards, who was a famous, famous governor. A lot of people, I'm sure your, your listeners know of Ann or know the history with Ann. She, she was the first woman governor here in Texas and you know, she took me under her wing through a welfare to work program, trying to get off of welfare. And I became her receptionist and I worked my way all the way up in government. And my last political um, boss was George W. Bush. And so Lost Girl, the book will depict the whole journey because you certainly don't start with that kind of upbringing and end up where you are today just through a snap of the fingers. There's a process to get there. And, and for me, it's been about having critical people that have helped shape me and have helped mentor me uh, and certainly taking accountability for my own actions and having my own vision for my life has been a central part of what I've done as well. But it does take, it does take when, when you grow up as a Latina or Latino in that community and, and you're surrounded with just a lot of challenges and negativity, it does take coming out of that and having somebody show you something different. And for me, that was that, that acceleration of that welfare to work program and, and, and really believing in myself and knowing that I could do better with my life. Yeah, that's amazing. It's just to think of how far you've come, you know? Um, and I think that's a great point to, to touch on because sometimes we're so focused on like the day to day that it's hard to picture how like we're going to be in a few years, you know, and how our actions today actually will help us get to that point of where we want to go. So I think that's amazing, especially like I'm sure being a young mom, like that must have been really hard. So yeah, well, it was hard because, you know, I didn't have the right support system. The, the baby daddy was a, a loser drug dealer and the whole story is in Lost Girl, by the way. But, you know, I had gotten involved with the wrong the wrong person and and um and, and then, you know, you, you grew up in a single parent home and my mom, after she she's kicked drugs, because she did kick drugs and, and got rehabbed and tried to help me, but she struggled too. And she's struggling as a single mom. I'm struggling as a single mom. We're both trying to navigate and, you know, we had to help each other along the way. And, and when I met my husband, um, I was actually 19 when I met him and we ended up getting married when I was 21. But he was another major catalyst in my life because he's 10 years older than I am. He was more mature than I was. And, you know, he really believed in me and, and took us under his wing, adopted my daughter and really gave us a, a family centric environment. And 
um, you know, it's important again to focus not only where you've been, especially for your listeners that have had a lot of challenges or even have made a lot of mistakes. It's really important to own your, your current situation and then say, okay, I'm going to change this for myself because I have the power to change it. And then set out the plan and the goals to, to, to drive that path for yourself and seek out what you need to do, whether it's education, whether it's mentors, whether it's help, whatever you need to do to get to that point, you, you, you need to drive your own future. Yeah, that's, that's true. So Pilosas, now you know, go and buy that book. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> about it just to hear that story. Um, because I, th I really think it helps us to see the examples, you know, to see that it's possible, that yes. through all the obstacles you face, like, you're here now, and, and you, you seem very happy with your life. So that's yeah, and I will tell you, Laura, I was I, I was in um, I was in El Paso. I did my book launch in November from El Paso, and I, I spoke to about six hundred Latinas that were there for um, Southwest Leadership Conference, and they're all you know women that are either in careers or they're 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 in school or they're trying to you know map their career. They're very very successful and hardworking you know Latinas, and you know one of the things I heard Laura over and over again as I stayed at the end um, to meet them and and to to connect one on one with them for hours after was everybody has issues and everybody's dealing with trauma and everybody has past mistakes whether it's a bad boyfriend or a bad you know marriage situation or or a sexual abuse situation or or maybe you're just you know struggling to make it paycheck to paycheck and you're just trying to figure out how to how to get to that next step so you're not struggling so much and, and paying your bills everybody has those issues and so none of us are exempt from life happening to us the difference is we have the opportunity to own our future and to map that out and to take the necessary steps to make the changes and for me that was about coming outside of my upbringing and my environment and yes even my family to say no i'm not going to live like that i we've been on welfare our whole life my mom was on welfare her whole life i said i don't want to be on welfare my whole life you know and so you know somebody has to put that stake in the ground and take that educational course stay in school you know chart the path to stop the addictions do something that says i'm going to take ownership of my own future yeah yeah i love that i love that advice so tell us a little bit more about how to I mean, I feel like you've already kind of shaped it into that, but um, how do you put that vision into, into what you want to accomplish? How have you done well, that? I, I think, you know, first of all, I think we have to come to a place where we, 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 we find out what we're good at, right? So what is it that you're passionate about? What is it that you enjoy doing? You know, I, I put work and career in two buckets. There's the stuff you have to do to make a paycheck. And then there's the stuff that you get to do because you have passion. And I'm not saying that everything I've done in my career, I've been incredibly passionate about, right? So there are times where we have to do the things we don't like to do to make the paycheck. But I'm talking about taking ownership of saying, okay, I would love to start a business. I would love to be able to volunteer in the community. I would love to be able to mentor someone, or maybe, you know, you want to, you want to learn a new craft. Maybe you want to learn how to cut hair or how to bake or how to, you know, there's, there's all sorts of things that you can do in your career to say, what am I passionate about? And focus on 80% of your 80% of your vision should focus on the things that drive you and the things that are passion you're passionate about. And, and, and the reason for that, um, Laura, is because if we 
just wake up every morning and we go to work and we come home and we wake up again and go to work and come home. And we don't take time to stop and think, what is Rebecca passionate about? How do I want to make a difference? Um, and then begin to seek out the people that are involved, um, you know, whether it's mentors or whether it's, um, you know, people that can help you or, or people that have been there, right? So for me, it was about people that had been where I had never walked. For me, it was about that career in state government. I knew I wanted to be, you know, climb the ladder in state government. So guess what? I surrounded myself with people that were successful in state government, senior managers that I could work with that could believe in me. Um, maybe it's taking that additional course, but it's important to, it's important to have, have the vision center on your passion and what you're good at and don't, don't try to, you know, keep working something that you're just not very good at, just, just because you have to. Um, and, and then the second thing is, you know, put it down on paper and cultivate it and, you know, dust it off. I, I'm, a, I'm a big person on journaling. I believe very strongly in journaling. I think journaling helps us have accountability because if we write something down that we want to accomplish, um, we can always go back to see six months from now or three months from now, did we stay true to what we said we were going to accomplish? And then hold yourself accountable for that. Um, you know, in, in order to succeed, you have to take the baby, I call them the baby steps towards progress. Um, and everything I have found uh, falls into place when you begin to do that and, and just invest in yourself and invest in your own future because I always tell people, nobody's going to love you like you love you. And nobody's going to invest in you like you will you. Um, maybe it's taking a night course. Maybe you have to do a regular day job because you have to pay the, pay the bills. But maybe you want to take a night course. There's so much available right now on the internet with digital, digital uh, coursework, uh, advancement of your own skill sets. Um, and then just get out there and start doing it um, one step at a time. I, I actually, when I started my business, uh, Laura, I did not have an entrepreneur background. I had been a, a, a state and federal government employee and worker. I had worked my way up in government to be a senior leader. But 10 years ago, um, actually almost 11 years ago this May, I decided I can take my expertise that I've built in state government and federal government and sell the service to the government. So I started avant-garde with just me and my partner and now we're a hundred person practice. And, you know, it's been difficult. Uh, it's not been an easy process, but I decided to reinvent myself and figure out a way to become an entrepreneur. Uh, Latinas, uh, Laura, are the fastest growing entrepreneurs in the country. Uh, here in Texas, and I'm sure in Florida, but the demographics for how many Latinas start their businesses is tremendous. And that's because we're hardworking, but we're also committed and we're resilient. And we have that grit that is special uh, to our community that I love. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. I love that because it makes me feel so motivated to keep going. I, I'm an engineer, but on like you're saying, like, there's that also that passion to help and um, I'm creating like a new, I'm an entrepreneur as well, learning still. Well, good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that, you know, my creativity comes out in, in that brand that I'm working on. And so I think it's great. And also the, the point you said about the journaling, I second that so much because I've, I've also taken the time to you know, journal on things and I go back to my journals of two years ago and I'm like, I wrote this down because we forget. Like, I mean, obviously we're not going to remember everything we've thought, but when you write it down, it helps you remember, okay, this is the goal that I have. This is what I've, I've been trying to work towards. And I feel like it also has helped me kind of veer back into, okay, what was it? What I, what was the real goal that I was working towards? So I think sometimes it's easy to get distracted with, 
with so many things coming out at you. Well, and, and I'm glad you said that because, you know, I, I am, um, there's a lot of things that I do. Again, I own a company and run the company. I have a nonprofit that I work with with my husband. I have a book. I have my kids, my grandkids, my volunteer work. I'm mentoring two, two uh, young women right now. You know, all these things make up who Rebecca is, right? But at the end of the day, if I stretch myself too thin, I'm not going to be effective for anybody. So I also tell women, be strategic about where you spend your time. And you know what? Friendships matter and relationships matter. And evaluate what relationships you're involved in on a daily basis and figure out, are those relationships adding value to your bottom line? It's not necessarily your bottom line of money, but it can be your bottom line in passion. It can be your bottom line in purpose. It can be your bottom line in, in, in funding, right? But if, if you're spending your time trying to solve the problem for la prima y el primo, y, you know, being pulled because, you know, this person has issues and that person, has, and you're at the end of the day, you're exhausted because you're trying to be all things to all people. You probably need to reevaluate that strategy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. And especially, I think, especially as Latinas, we're, we're prone to that, right? We're prone to yeah. taking care of our families and making sure everyone's good. And I, for me personally, I think that's been a struggle, definitely. It's like, I want to make sure you know, my parents are taken care of and like all these things. And so sometimes it's kind of hard to, okay, I got to work on my stuff too, which is, in turn is going to help them, of course. You got to invest so, in yourself. Yeah. 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 And, and, and you have to spend time caring for yourself. I also tell women, especially if you're in the process of, in, of launching a new, a new business or you're trying to reinvent your career and go into a different career, and you're also carrying the home front, you know, you really need to be very strategic about where you spend your time, because if you're exhausted, you're not going to be good to anybody. And um, I have, so what that looks like for me, Laura, is I have a a 45 minute every morning of time to myself. I get up in the morning and I have my prayer time. I have my meditation time. I have my journaling time. And if I don't get that time every morning, my day is chaos. And, you know, and then if I do, if I do have it and then it, it's chaos anyway, then I figure out during the day, it, should I take a walk around the block? Do I walk the stairs? If I get frustrated, if, if I hit a wall because something blows up in my work or in my business, how do I manage that and mitigate that? I talk about the importance of mental health as well. So, I, so I'm on a seven weeks of reset right now and your listeners can actually go to my website at RebeccaContreras.com and I have all my reset videos I've posted. I, I launched January 10th, Reset You for 2022. And each week we're doing 15 minutes of reset. We're resetting emotions. We're resetting um, relationships. We're resetting, uh, rechar learning how to recharge. And so they can go and view my 15 minutes of resets, uh, but the reset is so important in our life. And we may need to do that once a year, twice a year, three times a year, whatever you need to do to reset you, you are priority because in our community, as you know, when we go down, it affects so many people because if we're not healthy, uh, we can't help our, our, our children. We can't take care of our parents. We can't, you know, we, we, we're no good to anybody. And so it's important for us to focus on ourselves. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I think that's amazing to, to bring up as well, because like you said, sometimes we get pulled in so many directions that it, it definitely is difficult. It's, it's even hard to have like the work-life balance when we have so much going on in our lives. So um, yes. I think that's great. 
I'll definitely put the links on, on the episode notes and everything so that they can go ahead and, and visit your website. So I really enjoyed this. I don't know if you want to share anything else. I, I feel so happy and so excited that, that you came on the podcast. And I'm sure the Pilosas are going to like love this episode and they're going to take so much value from it. Yeah, I would just encourage your listeners, um, you know, don't give up on you, you know, just wherever you are in a phase in your life, you may be at the beginning phase of where I was when I was on welfare and stuck and, you know, going nowhere, or you might be at the career phase that I'm at and, and thriving in your career, wherever you are, whether you family, career, wherever you are, don't, don't ever give up on yourself and, and don't lose sight on your dream. Uh, we are the fastest growing demographic in America, the Latino community. Um, yet we hold the little, littlest influence possible because we don't have the board, the you know seats at the board table. We're not in political office. We're, so I'd like to encourage my message for my community is take your seat at the table. But before you take your seat at the table, you have to work on you and have something to offer, right? So you know, I encourage you to just understand your value, work hard at you know, resetting whatever part of your life you need to reset. And, and, and just take your seat at the table, wherever that is, even it can start small, you know, maybe it's in your church, maybe it's in your community, maybe it's in your home, wherever it is, just understand that you have that value. And I look forward to connecting with your listeners, again, on my website or on social media. And thank you for having me. I really enjoyed our conversation. Yeah, of course. And if you want to share your social media handles, um, in case. Okay, yeah. Listening. So, um, so I am at Rebecca Ann Contreras. Make sure you use the Ann in there because there's, uh, there's other Rebecca Contreras is out there. So it's Rebecca Ann Contreras on Facebook and Instagram. And then, uh, and then obviously, um, I'd love to hear if you subscribe to my website at RebeccaContreras.com and you actually subscribe, uh, you will stay connected with my inspirational tips. I'm launching in the spring a transformation quiz that your, your listeners will want to be a part of. And so we can stay connected that way by, by uh, sharing information. And, and uh, yeah, and Get Lost Girl, you can get it off the website. If you do purchase it off the website, I will personally discount it and sign it for you. It does come to my team here in Texas, and I do sign those. You can also get it on Amazon. Um, I can't sign the Amazon books, but uh, you can get it on Amazon or Barnes Online as well. Awesome. That's amazing. So thank you so much, Rebecca, again. We loved having you on the podcast. I think it's a really inspirational, motivational even episode for any Latinas that are working towards their dreams. So thank you so much for, for being here. Thank you so much. Hey, Pilosa, wasn't that an awesome episode? If you loved it, please share with another Pilosa that you know will enjoy it too. Because we're all about community here and lifting each other up. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at Pongas de las Pilas Podcast so we can connect and I'll be sure to send a shout out your way. Oh, one last thing. I would love it if you would leave this podcast a review on Apple Podcasts since that is one of the ways more pilosas will be able to find us. For any resources mentioned on this episode, or just to connect, make sure to visit the episode description in your favorite player. That's it for today. Y recuerda, a ponerse las pilas.